The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. He's an academic, he's been a bureaucrat, and he is the author of a book called Lockdown Poems, Lines and Verses from the Time of COVID-19. And uh, it certainly is a project that many people have engaged in. And I know, for example, that the French Institute are currently working on a project um, which is doing amazing things with regards to putting poetry out, a poem a day with regards to lockdown and COVID. So now we have Frank Mankies, who has done the, uh, the penned a whole series of poems during lockdown. Frank, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, happy New Year, Michelle, and Happy New Year to the listeners. Frank, thank you so much. Uh, I think our listeners are saying Happy New Year straight back at you. Frank, you know, one of our listeners actually sent a message to say um, that when it came to lockdown and writing poetry, that was something that he thought was truly uh, valuable and truly important with regards to um, writing and every day putting pen to paper. It's not an easy thing to do at all. Tell us uh, the decision to say every day I'm going to write a poem if not one, then maybe even two, um, and and how the process uh, came about. Well, Michelle, I thought about the issue of my own self-care. Um, you know, I'm living alone and didn't really have any work currently or any projects. And I thought, well, how am I going to survive this period? What am I going to do for my sanity? Yeah. And I think in a crisis, the worst thing to do is to try and stand still, you know, like a plane trying to fly you would fall down. So I wanted something to propel me forward. I reached out to a few friends and said, come and join me on this. And we would pick maybe five or seven from each and at the end maybe put something together. But let's just do this for ourselves. None of them were forthcoming. They had other priorities at the time. So I just decided to, to go ahead and do it. And it really kept me going, gave me a focus, gave me energy. So... Putting pen to paper, and I think that that's a very powerful comment that you've made, this idea that given that you have been in lockdown on your own, you had to thought about how to look after your own your own mental health as well as your physical health. What was it that meant that putting words to paper on a daily basis helped make you feel more secure and maybe calmer as well? Well, I think the thing about uh, the writing process is that there's something about it that pulls you inwards that's that's meditative and uh, it also lets you process feelings and I think often as you know as males we we often shy away from them we don't want to say I'm uncertain I'm scared I'm worried about health and about finances where will I be by come December and so this process helps you work work through that Um, at the same time I think after sitting for about 45 minutes or so, 30 minutes, it gives you a sense of completion and achievement. So you don't have that sense of of hopelessness, of being totally depleted. You're saying there is something in me that's a seed that can create, that offers something for the future. Yeah. So tell us about some of the poems that you wrote. Perhaps you can read one to us now. Well, yes. So just to say that some of them were about the lockdown feeling. Some were totally random. Some were <laughs> just imaginary. So there's some about the animals uh, that found greater space as humans retreated into in, in, into their brick caves. So I'll read the one called Lockdown. Sure. 
Day six, the days are like quicksand, pulling down, blood flow, thickened and slow in the hourglass, slow as the shuffling foot, bathroom to kitchen to soft back chair, poised before glazed images. Mind is a deer in the headline. Mind is, a sh- is sheltered in place. Thoughts jump off sheer cliffs and disappear. I pour cups of tea into quicksand. My pen, a black fine liner, lies limp on my notebook that's dappled with light. Pulse, pulse, pulse. For now the flower's forgotten the river, and the swallow has slipped through the hour of peregrination. Despite yearnings, my wings cannot fly the coop. You know, uh, Frank, that line from kitchen to bathroom or bathroom to kitchen to soft back chair, it talks to the claustrophobia of COVID-19. And indeed, poetry is a way to escape that claustrophobia. Because if there's one thing that we all know is that if you're in a small space during COVID, it can be so, so challenging. Um, Talk to us about Um, that. Yes, and, and what's interesting, just building on that idea, is what my son pointed out to me is the amount of um, animal metaphors in, the, in, in, in this little booklet. And what he said is from his study of psychology that when people are forced into a retreating space and they do begin to work with the imagination, uh, they do think about animals precisely because the animals are in freer space. But you're right, there was this claustrophobia. My place is very, very tiny. The four walls are very, very close. And that's why, that's what I was saying about the need to preserve one's own sanity. Outside, the rain was falling. Outside, you know, if you did step outside, people were scurrying to shops in those first 21 days. Um, there were purple leaves everywhere. It was eerie. It was, it was surreal. So, you know, in some senses, um, inspiring of the, the po- poetic talent. But uh, for many other people I know who are creative, uh, they actually went into a, a moment of paralysis. But it's those, that unusual feeling of being the world being otherworldly. You know, you talk about uh, poetry as a safe space. And in fact, one of our guests is, or listeners, well, they are a guest as well, has just said, hi, Michelle and your guest. Poetry is my sanity space. And I love the one your guest is reading. And indeed, it is a sanity space. How do you feel that poetry is able to take you out of that, that, those four walls? What does it do that you are able to feel like, okay, this is the moment when I fly? So that's the beauty of imagination, um, yeah. is that with it, I can see, see through walls. Uh, with it, I can go, I guess, to the past in a, in a safer space. But more importantly, I can actually go to the future and reimagine. And alongside my poetry, I was also reading the, the quotes of various people like Arundhati Roy, mm. who spoke of coronavirus as being the portal. Um, the head of the WHO spoke of it being like a lightning flash against the landscape and you can see the things more clearly, which means that you can see more clearly what you have to do. So I think lastly, and also this probably Michelle talks about when people look at 2021, is that there are two things that I hold very dear. The one part is think of self-care and how you actually preserve yourself. And the second is 
once your cup is full, think about how you will reach out to others. And that is also a, a big impulse for me. And I try to bring both of those things into the poetry. Unfortunately, in this collection, much of the poems, because it was those first one or two weeks, did not have as much forward-looking um, content. What is the transformative impulse? But sometimes one does have to sit with the feelings of fear and uncertainty um, and worry uh, and crisis um, and, just, and just hold them uh, because that in itself is part of building one, oneself up uh, for the next phase. In closing, Frank, um, we are looking into 2021 and we've been thinking a lot about what one uh, thinks about with regards to resolutions. Uh, in a time like this, are resolutions even valuable? Are they not just simply ridiculous? Like, what's the point? And um, one of the resolutions that I saw, I saw this fantastic article looking back over hundreds of years of people who made resolutions over hundreds of years. And the one was the very simple one of keep a diary. And the, the idea of keeping a diary is, is neither here nor there, but the idea of keeping a diary is actually here and now. It is about recording that mm-hmm. moment, recording the present, which is much what poetry is. Is that going to be, are you going to be the person who carries on writing poetry as we move back into uh, the new year or move across into the new year? Well, a couple of things. One, once um, I heard the president, um, uh, I think earlier this week, uh, make that statement about us going into to a second hard phase, I started again to write daily. So let's see what that brings up. But I think the other things I would say about self-care is, firstly, you really have to go and get out there and get into nature You've mm. got to move. We are we are made to be people who have movement. The other thing I would talk about is the creative side, which I know, Michelle, you know well, and you've been always promoting, which is get a craft, get a hobby, become a maker, do something. Uh, and sometimes it might only be for yourself. And I saw how many people have gotten into baking and cooking. And uh, that is the important thing. And I think the last thing I would say is that I am not a proponent of self-care in a manner that ends there. I believe in radical self-care so that, in fact, the self-care becomes the platform for you to reach out to others and to connect with the wider world and to really feel that sense of oneness that is often so lacking for us as South Africans. So the self-care is one side of the coin, and the other side is this holding this reaching out that we did so well in the way we addressed the food security issues during COVID-19. That can be so uplifting, inspiring, healing when you do something for other people. Frank Mankies, thank you so much for joining us and giving us some really wonderful insights. He's an academic, as I said, he's been a bureaucrat. He's an author of Lockdown Poems, Lines and Verses from the Time of COVID-19. And we heard some of those, or some of that poetry a little earlier. A wonderful uh, idea and certainly something to think about. What is it that you will do on a daily basis that will make your life different in 2021? Uh, It sounds like that's the right way to do it. In fact, uh, there was a guy, we were still hoping to get hold of him here on the show, an American called Ross Gay, who wrote something called The Book of Delights. And every single day he wrote about something that delighted him. It is the most phenomenal book. 
It is some of it is hilarious, some of it is charming, some of it is very moving. But uh, just to constantly be aware of what makes your life special or what gives you delight. It's 10 to 10.